In Between Sundays, Episode 2. You're listening to In Between Sundays, where we give you the essentials to live in the world outside of church. From your first job after college to becoming the CEO, this is a podcast for the other six days of the week. Hey everybody, how's it going? My name is Pat. And Nick is messing with the uh, with getting the, the sound working. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh well, we're so, trying to do a whole bunch of stuff yeah. at once. Today we had a lot of uh, technical difficulties. We were trying to set up our UStream stuff with Nick's roommate's camera, and it did not it work at work. all. Apparently, it uh, it doesn't like to be work for UStream cheap <laughs> consumer products. Well, you know, you try and we'll get it figured out eventually. So yeah, I am Pat Padley. And I'm Nick Padley. And you are listening to In Between Sundays, a podcast dedicated to today's Christian young adults. That's right. So uh, this is a podcast where we basically talk about the stuff that we like and the stuff that we hope the you like. The stuff that we like. That's and we right. force you to like it. <laughs> That's right. And... Um, yeah, so we're here to help people learn about their faith and, and uh, talk about the type of stuff that is out there that, that for the young adults because we don't think that there's a very good representation of young adults right now, at least segment for young adults in the church, and so that's what this podcast is. It's an answer to what we think is a need. Exactly, and if and if you're looking for a community, come and join us uh, as we... we, we <laughs> delve in the podcasting world in this journey journey with us because like today it took us like I don't know, like 20 minutes to get this thing up and running and people are just sitting on the Ustream chat and like oh what are we doing anyway that's right so by the way hi to all our Ustreamers so uh so what's been going on with you uh, lately Nick um well I've just been working a lot I uh was at work today and and uh probably stayed there a little bit later I was working on um a whole bunch of website stuff and coding what about you pat coding sounds disgusting <laughs> so i'm happy i don't do that uh i've been trying i do freelance video production so i've been trying to uh get some more clients of my own which is like really hard especially in a recession so it's so i've been trying to like email a whole bunch of people and uh yeah pretty much do the whole cold call thing so uh so it's been it's been going and uh Shooting a Royals game this weekend. I'm pretty excited about that. Hopefully, uh, hopefully they'll win. I think they're I think they're playing the uh, the White Sox. So the White Sox they they lost like 20 to one against I think it was Minnesota Ouch. a couple weeks ago, and you're just that like, hurts. wow, you are awful. That so, hurts. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I like the Royals. So sorry, White Sox fans. But uh, yeah, other than that, just hanging out. Elizabeth is now back in town, so that's, that's right. nice. That's She's my working. girlfriend. And uh, so she'll be in Kansas City. She has a, a PR internship, and uh, we actually went and saw a movie last night. So that was that was. But we, we we went and saw Angels and Demons. So oh wow! And actually, there's a lot of movies coming out this summer. So uh, why don't we go ahead and we're going to talk about some movies? Okay. I couldn't believe it when the bartender told me who you are. Why are you talking to me, man? Your father was captain of a starship for 12 minutes. He saved 800 lives. Including yours. I dare you to do better. And that's the opening bits to the Star Trek intro. 
Which I got a chance to see on Friday. That sounds really intense. It's very intense. Your father was the captain for 12 minutes. (laughs) Dun-dun-dun. You can do better than that. Exactly. Talk about one-upping somebody. Exactly. So, yeah, it was it was pretty interesting. It's just the start of the of the summer movie spectacular this year. Yeah, there's a lot of really good movies that are coming out. Yeah, the summer's pretty jam-packed this year uh, with a lot of competing blockbusters. A lot of them are action movies. You know, you have like Wolverine, Star Trek, mm-hmm. Terminator, a whole bunch of stuff. Harry Potter's coming out. Yeah. Well, the, the cool thing about Star Trek was, it, I mean, it's it's traditional J.J. Abrams. You know, it's all about the puzzles that he can put into Lost, the show. Total, total Lost style. Yeah, if you like Lost, if you like Fringe, you're going to like Star Trek. Um, it was really good. Now, so, now, a lot of Of people, course, it has to do with, like, all sorts of alternate realities, which is, like, he's the king of that. But a lot of people were wanting, were, were worried that, you know, he's taking, like, the original... Star Trek, right? Like the TV show, and um, you know they were they were worried he was going to ruin it. Did you think? Because you've seen the original original movie, right? Uh, which one? I mean, uh, the original uh, TV series. Um, yeah. Well, I saw some of it with Spock. To be and... honest, actually, it's it's mom that has seen most of it, and she. Really, oh, really? Yes. If if this movie got mom's seal of approval, then I think anybody's going to like it. Probably. Well, I don't know. Because like, mom is, is like the ultimate traditional though? Trekkie. Is it really sci-fi, though? Um, no. I mean, it's it's pretty true true to life. It's it's good stuff. See, it's supposed to be like a, a prequel or something like that. It so. is. It's it's really good. So okay. it, so you rec- what 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 rating would you give it? Um, I give it all the ratings that I could because I liked it. I, I thought it was really all, good. You're not a very good critic. You have to be critical of something. Oh, I give it. I give it four. <laughs> this is why you're is not four a film stars. Critic. Is four stars the top? Uh, sure, four stars. I give it four stars. Two enthusiastic thumbs up. That's right, Padley. That's right. Well, I uh, like I said, I went and saw Angels and Demons last night, and it was really good. Cool. I, it was I was really not expecting. I, you know, it's like one of those things we were talking about it in youth group, and people were like, "Well, isn't it's like very Catholic bashing?" Mm-hmm. And it really it it's completely different from the whole Da Vinci Code, which is more like Catholic bashing and and you know just on Christian history in general. And this is a lot more uh, exciting because it's 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 a lot more like a uh, a murder mystery the whole time. And there's a, there's a a timeline like they have to find the murderer before midnight or else mm-hmm. there's like an explosion and stuff like that so it's 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 really good so cool. so that was plus it's set in rome which is so cool because i've been there and elizabeth had just been there so um she was like oh I, I was just in the piazza navona and i'm like oh well i'm jealous that's so, cool that's really cool. Well, you know who uh, did a, is doing a podcast about angels and demons, don't you? Yeah, on SQPN, uh, Father Roderick is, what is it, The Secrets of Angels and Demons. That's right, yeah. And it's in the iTunes store if you search underneath that name as well. Cool. It's so. I actually started listening to it today, so uh, right now he's doing like a sound scene tour of Rome of like the yeah. sites that they... That so that's they... the beauty of having a priest over in, well, he's in, case he's in the Netherlands, but he took... Uh, I think it took a week off, actually. He went and saw the movie when it premiered in Rome, and then he was touring around 
uh, Rome itself, going to all the same locations in the movie and doing kind of his analysis of what happened in the movie. It's really, it's actually really fantastic. I, uh, I also, we went and saw X-Men together. That was a good movie. That was really good. Yeah, let's take a listen to what, uh, what that preview sounds like. Wait, no, we don't have that one, do we? Uh, I don't know. No, uh, I didn't get that one. But X-Men was really good. It was yeah. like, I guess they're going to do a series of all the different X-Men characters. I was a little sad because they didn't focus on the other X-Men characters. And then I found out later that they're going to do like a movie per... At like, least they put my favorite character in the movie. Who? Gambit. Oh, the guy with the cards? always my favorite character. The guy with the cards? Absolutely. I think it's because I like doing card tricks as a kid. Maybe. So, uh, the fact that he Plus could like, Hugh do Jackman, cool card tricks. Hugh Jackman was just incredible in that movie. I just like, I'd like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. So, and well, he's completely ripped. So all the girls probably like that too. And, and uh, Darrow says that apparently Magneto is the one that's coming next. So I'm not oh, sure. Oh, really? That would be really oh, cool. That would be good. He's like, he's my favorite villain. Of course. Of so. course. Yeah. I'd, I just oh, thought, I would just good. like to be I'm able to control to metal. Very, yeah. 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 He's, he's the ultimate supervillain. They did a really good job with his character and developing it over the, over the comic book series. Oh, yes. There's a lot of uh, comic book stuff coming out. G.I. Joe, I think, is coming out. Oh, that's, that's not comic oh, book. Oh, dude, that see. looks so good. That's totally going to bring us back to our childhood. Are you uh-huh. kidding me? Um, and, of course, the highlight of the summer. It was supposed to come out on my birthday. And now it switched to July 15th, two yes. days earlier, which is cool. Hey, yeah. if Harry Potter wants to come out earlier, <laughs> I am totally fine with it. Because I just want, after reading the books, finally, after getting so much crap for not reading the books... Uh, I am very excited for the series to end on the silver screen. Yeah. So although they're going to split the seventh movie into, uh, into two parts, but, uh, mm-hmm. let's, let's listen a little bit to Harry Potter. Okay. This place has known magic. Very dark. This time, I cannot hope to destroy it alone. Times like these, dark times, it can bring people together. Take my hand. They can tear them apart. It just sounds so cool. I'm, yeah, I'm, we, we're just smiling so much right now. Like uh, That is definitely the movie I'm looking most forward to this summer. Oh, it's going to be awesome. I just I, I was like, do I really want to talk over this trailer? It sounds so good. Yeah, if you haven't seen the trailer, we'll put a link on our website. Uh, there, I think there's a couple different versions of it now. Yeah, well, but, with uh, the, they're, they're advertising the heck out of it. So well, now they are, yeah. All sorts of stuff. So, you know, originally they was supposed to come out like a year ago, and then they pushed it back. Um, for different different reasons, one of the reasons was that uh, that Daniel Radcliffe was in a uh, was in a little uh, a play in London that was a little uh, it was a little yeah it was a little um, questionable yes if, questionable if so they didn't want like a, a, a I was yeah thanks questionable is the word I was kind of looking for yeah so they didn't want a children's movie coming out at the same time but I am so I looking forward to, oh, to this I mean it like looks good if you don't know anything about the sixth book this is where they they use memories to go back in time to solve the mysteries oh that's right you see it's been so long I know so I know maybe we should reread the book before the movie there we go I mean that's it really true. is a, a page turner it's not so. a bad idea at all 
So yeah, that's this. That is definitely the highlight for me. Is Harry Potter? It's going to be pretty awesome. So. And uh, lastly, we just want to talk about another movie that I would really like to go see, which is Up. This is Disney's pick, uh, Disney Pixar's Up. And you know, if it's Disney Pixar, it's just going to be a good movie Absolutely. anyway. Yeah, it, it's you know, there's there, Pixar is just like a reason to go see movies. So this yeah. could be pretty good. So, and it looks really, really funny. So it's it's uh, an old guy who uh, uses balloons, uses balloons to uh, lift his house off to the ground and goes goes on a journey with a little boy scout. So it looks, it looks just hilarious. So with all these movies coming out, you know, um, things are getting really expensive now. They are, and I just it bothers me because it used to be they had student prices. Mm-hmm. I mean, and technically my student ID and of course, still works. Well, see, of course, now that we're young adults, I know. we're not supposed to be doing that. We're supposed to be paying full adult price. Yeah, but half the movie theaters here in Kansas City don't even have student prices. Like the AMC is $10 on Fridays and Saturdays unless you go on a normal weekday or matinee show. I think it's like 5 bucks or something like that. Yeah. So it makes me not even want to go to the AMC um at all and that's i think what's sad is all these good movies are going to be coming out this summer but people aren't going to want to be spending money on it especially in a recession right well but there are a couple different options you know like uh, one of the ones that we've been using a lot is Redbox. yeah if you don't know about Redbox, it's i think really cool. i don't know if they're on the east coast or the west coast i think, I it's, think a, it's pretty much midwest they're trying it out in the midwest first yeah, Redbox, it's a dollar a night for a DVD, and they're in like almost every McDonald's. And you can go online, and you use your credit card, and you can reserve your movie before you get there. And then you just, it's like a vending machine. You just swipe your credit card, yeah. and the, the movie pops out. It's really and it's, cool. And it's, not like, and it's not like Blockbuster where you have to return it by noon the next day. You have until 9 p.m. the next day to return it. So if you buy it at like in the morning of the day you're going to watch it you've you've almost got like two days worth of watching time because you don't have to return it till later later on another thing that i know you use nichols is is netflix yeah i just recently reactivated that so because we have an xbox down here yeah you can watch it on your xbox Mm -hmm. and so you can do the instant watch um or i'll like i'll watch uh uh, episodes of TV shows or something like that while I take a lunch break at work. Another thing that I would recommend is if you want to save money and not even spend any money at all is go to your public library. Because, well, especially with Harry Potter movies, say you want to watch Harry Potter 1 through 5 before the sixth one comes out. Exactly. Go to the library and uh, rent them all. That's the way to do it. And uh, lastly, you could, I guess you could like share popcorn or not get. <laughs> Or or I always at do the movie this. theater, of course. Uh, yeah, at the movie. Well, normally I just don't get popcorn, but sometimes I just won't get ice in my soda. That way, I get the extra like one ounce of soda. It makes a oh, difference. Yeah. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, or as of course, uh, you know, you can always buy the DVD later. Yeah, if you have money to spend. Although, or yeah, then you should have just gone to see the movie. All right. Well, let's talk about a little bit about the things that we like. I like pasta. I like board games. Watching Hulu. Apple. Cake. Mmm. I like piano. Podcasting. Cooking. Gmail chat. I don't like stoplights. I don't like Brussels sprouts or hard hats. So one of the things that uh, 
we just recently started liking. Uh, this is because it can be used family-wide, is Amazon Prime. Yes, and this is part of our Stuff We Like segment, which every once in a while we will bring in stuff that we like. That's right. Uh, explain what Amazon Prime is. Amazon Prime is a service, I think it costs, I forget how much, is it 70 bucks? 75 $75 bucks, on Amazon. And what it does is for an entire year, you get unlimited two-day shipping on any item you order that ship from Amazon. It doesn't matter how much it costs or how little it costs. Uh, they will go ahead and ship anything to you via two-day shipping. Even a refrigerator? Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, I think ah. I think there's some, I think there's some restrictions because one time I tried to order a kettlebell, which is a 25-pound shipping item, and they were going to charge me shipping even though I had Prime. Hmm. So, but maybe you got discount shipping or something. Like that. Uh, I don't I don't know, but I think for average items that don't you know aren't weird weights or something like that, you're probably okay. Uh, well, the, the cool thing about it is that you can... Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're going to say it. But the cool thing is you can add other people on your service. You can add up to four people. So what we've done as a family is we split the cost amongst every one of us. So that way we all get two, free two-day shipping, but it's only costing us like 25 bucks a person. Yeah, that's a good deal. So that way when I'm late and getting a present for Nick's birthday, I can be like, <laughs> oh, I got two days. Go. That's yeah. right. So. Or for... Two ninety nine, you can upgrade to uh, Is it overnight uh, overnight shipping. Yeah. So Way if you really if you're really in a rut, you can do that. Okay. The next thing that I like, and uh, this is something that is totally geeky, but Wolfram <laughs> Alpha Alpha Wolfram yes. Alpha. If Created you don't know by the company, the guy who made Mathematica. Yeah, Wolfram is the company and the scientist people. If you're an engineer, you probably used it. Um, it's it's the people who make program Mathematica, which is used in a lot of different, um, I don't know, engineering, I guess. I don't know. I'm an art major. What are you talking about? Film studies? Yeah, it's, anything, uh, anything that can be manipulated numerically can be done in Mathematica is my understanding. Well, yeah, from my understanding, and well, people keep talking about it is the Google killer. I don't think so. Because no. this is this is more like, hey, you ask it like a, a computational question and then it spits out the answer mm -hmm. with extra information. Yeah, anything that can be quantified, it'll search. Yes, in real time. Yeah, which is cool. It is. So we thought we would tell you some of the examples that we recently have used. So uh, earlier today, I was on Gmail and Elizabeth G chatted me or G talked or whatever it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, she's working at a PR firm and they're doing this event about uh health and whatever and uh so she needed to to know how many blueberries to order to make parfaits uh how many ounces of blueberries and whatever so i went ahead and got on wolfram alpha and i went, <laughs> and i got eight ounces of blueberries and it gave me all the statistics about blueberries total calories of the eight ounces of blueberries are 129 total uh, calories from fat are six and it gives me the whole nutritional facts i could have done one ounce of blueberries or whatever and then it goes ahead and gives me like the vitamin c the dietary fiber and then uh what i was trying to do she has to make parfaits for 120 people so i took eight ounces of blueberries times 120 which gives me like the pounds of blueberries she needed to buy yeah and how many pounds was that? Like it was 60. like, yeah, it was like 60 pounds. <laughs> a lot of blueberries. blueberries. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think she finally realized she wasn't going to need eight ounces of blueberries or something. So she, yeah. 
Well, we were also trying other things <laughs> like, I, you know, I was typing in my birth date and I found out, uh, I just typed it in. I am currently 10,253 days old. So if you want to know how old, old I am, you guys can whip out your calculators, figure that out. Old man. <laughs> and apparently the day I was born, it was International Labor Day. Really? You According- should tell mom that because she was in labor. Ah, oh, dun, that's dun, bad. Sh- All right. All right. But yeah, Wolfram Alpha is cool. Um, so check it out. WolframAlpha.com. It literally just went online in the last like week and a half. Yeah, so, pretty pretty fantastic. Um, next, this is another geeky thing. But uh, pens? Oh no no geeks recently, like pens. Okay, recently I lost my favorite pen, and it really upsets me because I bought them a long time ago. I've been using them on every production job, and they're the best pen. Uh, it's a Uniball Jetstream RT. It is a bold point. It is thick. It doesn't smear. So on the thing, it's like, prevents check frog because it doesn't smear, which is good for lefties because they have to go back over when they write. Yeah. Anyway, I found it the other day, so I guess I can't complain that I lost it, but I need to get some more because they only only come in like packs of two. (laughs) So, okay. That's my favorite pen. Feel free to send me some, anybody. uh, Yeah. Okay, well, my favorite pen, and I'm going to show this. I don't know if the people on Ustream can see this, but that's my favorite pen there. It's really small. Yeah, you can barely see it. It is a Fisher Space Pen, and it's my favorite pen um, because, first of all, it's really small. It fits in my pocket. Um, And then uh, now this is the part where I I geek out. Uh, By the way, Darrow says that your pen is the only pen he'll journal with. Yes. Ha. So, um, anyway, this, this particular pen... You can hear me taking it apart. Has a special cartridge inside that was engineered so for geeky. use on the space shuttle, <laughs> so people can start laughing now. But this, it gets better. No, this, the, the pen itself is specially engineered because what they had to do is because you're in space, they had to pressurize the cartridges so that the ink would come out. So the ink cartridges are pressurized at 35 psi, which is the same pressure that goes into an average car tire. So currently, in my pocket, I carry around a pen that's pressurized like a car tire. What if it explodes? Um, as far as I... I've never had one explode on me um, because uh, the pen it's, or the, the cartridge itself can withstand temperatures of up to like 350 degrees of Fahrenheit. It has to go into space. And negative 250 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> so it can, redu- it can go underwater. Yeah, it can, it can actually ride underwater. Can't it's, it? it's it's upside down. Exactly, zero gravity. That's that's right. And, and I was just reminded, of course, that uh, there's that great joke where we invented this huge, ridiculously like m- multiple million dollar pen, and the Russians used a pencil when they went to um, out outer space. So anyway, um, I only yeah, have to pay a, a fraction of the cost of a million dollars like to get bucks. this pen. Yeah, and then the refills are pretty cheap. But. Yeah. Anyway, but it's so, my favorite pen because it's small and, and um, it writes really smooth. I, I lost one of those too. I basically just I lose pens a lot. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> next on to something a little bit more less geeky is this. Uh, we both I'm trying to learn the guitar right now, mm-hmm. and uh, and I and I kind of play guitar right now. He Nick knows how to play the guitar pretty well, and it was my best friend's birthday, so I was going to buy him a guitar tuner because he um, he's very good at. Uh, playing the guitar so uh i wanted to find a good one this is really cool it's kind of geeky too it's called the planet wave sos pulse guitar tuner yeah that sounds geeky well it has a little bit of a learning curve but basically what it is it's two little leds that you strum on the string and 
like the LEDs move if the string is not in tune and the LEDs are like tuned to the same frequency of the string. So as you tune your guitar, the LEDs on the lights on the string will eventually stop moving and that means it will be in tune. So you just kind of have to look it up online. It's pretty cool. It's really cool. And uh, you can tune uh, anytime, even if there's noise around you, which is pretty cool. And it's only like 15 bucks. Absolutely. So, yeah. Lastly, I know this is big for you, Nicholas, because you're like... board games. But you know what? I think we're going to save that for another show. I fall and then I can't get up. She falls in a well, eyes go cross. She gets kicked by a mule. They go back to normal. At the end of this day, one shall stand, one shall fall. You better say your prayers, you flea-bitten varmint! <laughs> I still make her laugh every time I hear it. She got kicked by a mule. I love that. That's my favorite part. Uh, so this is our Help I'm Fallen segment where we talk awesome. about something that will help you if you're fallen. That's and right. I can't get up. And this time we want to talk about going on retreats. Yes, it's summertime, so everybody, uh, you know, spend some time, take off work and go on a retreat. It's pretty good. Um, rejuvenate your prayer life. So why should we go on retreats, Pat? <laughs> Put me on the spot. Uh, I think retreats are really good because it really just gives you some time for yourself, which we don't normally take. Um I mean, heck, I can just tell you in the last week, I've just been busy trying to get new work and, and just working and family stuff that it, you just kind of, you lose time for God. And so when you go on a retreat, you take like, you know, you know, 48 hours or a whole weekend or whatnot, and you, you give it up for God, you know? Yeah. And this is not like one of those like retreats where everybody goes and talks about their feelings and tells about how yeah we don't do that i mean (laughs) there are retreats like that that are probably very good um but these are more private retreats you know uh, retreats where um you you do go out and you try to be quiet and the, the question is 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 you know when's the last time you actually spent some real time being quiet because I think today we, we have like TV, we're playing the radio in our car all the time. Podcast. We're listening to podcasts all the time. <laughs> we're, but but like our lives are filled with noise and we never find time to quiet down. I think it's almost more true as Americans. Um, everything is very big and loud in America. It's one thing I noticed when mm-hmm. I came. Like, like That's the first thing you notice when you come back from Europe is like, I mean, they have traffic and uh, lots of people, and but like just everything's loud. I mean, yeah. I mean, you just just go to McDonald's and you're just gonna have people like yelling in the kitchen. I mean, you just go up to the drive-through and someone's like, "Hello, what can I get you?" And it's it's just <laughs> yeah. We need to take some time and and give it to ourselves and give it back to God. And and one of the things I like is that. You can take that time, and also when you're kind of reflecting on your life, it it kind of puts you back into your life, like that. Mm-hmm. What well, I mean, what, yeah, it snaps you back because it, the there's a great quote from this show that was on. Uh, I think it was a TLC called uh, the Monastery, and the abbot there, Abbot Philip, who is the abbot of Christ in the Desert Monastery, uh, gave this really interesting talk about. How silence forces you to deal with the stuff you've put aside for so long. And I think that's very true because uh, 
we, we tend to drown out a lot of stuff that we don't want to deal with when we play music and we're loud and we're constantly going. And then you go on a retreat or you take some time for yourself and you realize like, wow, there's a lot of stuff that I just need to think through. And I've been putting this off for way too long. So, so yeah. Well, and another thing is when I think people hear the word retreat, they assume it has to be something that's really long, but maybe it's just something that's short every day. Um, you know, just going on a walk by yourself or maybe with someone else and maybe you're just lightly talking or you're, or you're just kind of enjoying nature with someone else or, um, you know, that is also a a retreat and people forget to take that time in their days because we are, we're busy people, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's, that's just our lives. Life is busy and that's, that's, it's part of living. You know, if you're living your life to the fullest, you probably are busy. And and you don't have to actually go somewhere. You can do a retreat in your own home. Like, for example, I'm showing this to the Ustream audience, this book called um, I Believe in Love. It's a personal retreat based upon the teaching of St. Therese of Lisieux. And uh, my spiritual director gave this to me to uh, to read through. And it's fantastic. It, it blows my mind. And I'm going to, at the end of the podcast, read a few pages of it uh, as our reflection for the end of the podcast. So yeah, you, you don't have to go out or like find the fancy retreat centers. You can just do it within your own home. You can just take some time. Um, it could even be something as simple as, uh, what some friends of ours did where like every Sunday it was no TV day in the house and your retreat can be with your family and you could just spend time with them and play board games, which you're going to have to wait till the next episode to listen to what we (laughs) want to talk about there. Although lastly, I do want to talk about, uh, like formation retreats. Uh, a lot of people have heard of the tech retreat. Um, that's that's a good one to go on. Uh, and I, Nick, I know you've worked a lot of tech retreats. Mm-hmm. Another one I was recently on is for high schoolers called Kairos. Uh, that's that's really getting to know yourself. Kairos in uh, I think it's is it Greek is known as God's time. Uh, so yeah, I would encourage you whether it's a silent retreat by yourself just going on a walk or actually signing up for a retreat through your church. Do it, you know, take, take this time when the weather's nice and, and use it well and to reconnect with God. Absolutely. I triple dog dare you. No, before this is over, I'm going to need a whole lot of serious therapy. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? And what we want to talk about now is our Catholic challenge of the week. And it's something that at least I know I'm trying to do. And that is uh, get to be more physically fit. Yeah, I think people think when we say Catholic challenge, it has to be some super spiritual uh, crazy prayer or something you have to do or, you know. Nah. That is not what we're talking about. We're just talking about becoming a better person uh, emotionally, physically, spiritually, and uh, mentally. That's right. So um, one of the things that I'm reading right now is this book called Eat, Drink, and Be Healthy. And I actually heard about it from Father Roderick, who heard about it from another podcaster whose name is Dr. Monty, who did run a podcast called Fitness Rocks. 
You can find that. We'll put the sh- put it in the show notes so you can find it in uh, iTunes. Uh, unfortunately, Dr. Monty, he's, he finished at 136 shows and has decided, this, you know, that's that's the end of his, his we're, we're on two. Yeah, we're on number two. Show he's, two. He's at 136. Um, but this is an amazing book. It was actually written by um, the uh, one of the professors at the Harvard Medical School who did some studies in um, epidemiology and health and fitness. And it's really cool because he, he takes the food pyramid, which we were all taught in school, and tells us how the food pyramid is absolutely horrible for us and we should not even obey it. And he creates this new food pyramid based upon what, what's called the Mediterranean diet or a, uh, a combination of vegetables, fruits, whole grains, uh, nuts, beans, and uh, essential oils. It's really good. So I've been really enjoying reading this book and uh, exercising, of course, which you have to do. Yes, which well. I did not do today. And unfortunately, I didn't do either. I was at work late. Oh, failure. <laughs> Actually, that's one thing Nick and I have been both trying to do together is when you have a workout partner, uh, it helps. Absolutely. It didn't help today uh, well, because we both... It was rainy it and was. it was cloudy and it's just... Yeah. It was. So So our challenge, uh, at least at the end of this podcast, is to challenge you to become more physically fit and... Uh, or, or just research... Be healthy. Yeah. Or more or less just research... Uh, you know, becoming fit, uh, or or read the book Nick's Nick's reading, or mm-hmm. um, you know, there's so much stuff that we can eat that's so bad for us. Absolutely, and, and it's it's anything with corn syrup in it. Just don't eat anything with corn syrup in it. And I, I know that sounds like something really hard to do, but that that'd be like the first thing you can do is get rid of corn syrup because. Uh, from everything that I've heard and read, is it metabolizes really quickly and it, it boosts your blood sugar. And then your body overproduces insulin to get it back down. So like corn, putting corn syrup in food is like the worst thing we can do for ourselves. Well, and one thing I, I've been doing lately is I'll look at the ingredients, you know. And when corn syrup, you know, maybe you can't get corn syrup out of it completely. But when it's like last on the list, that's probably a lot better than when it's like the first ingredient listed, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so so that's our Catholic challenge. Pretty simple. Get healthy. Try if, to get healthy with us. And, you'll, and you can see show notes for the Fitness Rocks podcast and also another podcast that SQPN has called The Healthy Catholic. Yeah, with uh, with Father Roderick. And you, if you have tips for us uh, to continue to get healthy, please email us at info at inbetweensundays.com. That's right. And if you'd like to get a hold of us, uh, you can... Email us there. You can send us an audio file. Or if you go to inbetweensundays.com, up in the upper right-hand corner, you can click a little button, and our website will call you, and you can leave us a voice feedback on the website directly. It will email us and uh, send us an MP3 for you. It's creepy. We'll call you. Yes, our website will call you. So uh, this is probably going to wrap up this episode. Uh, we'll leave you with a meditative moment. But we just we appreciate you guys listening to us, and we appreciate all the people on Ustream watching us. And uh, Mom, I love you. And uh, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys later. Thanks again, and thank you for listening to In Between Sundays. This meditation is entitled Love for Love. God loved us first that we might love Him. That is the explanation of it all, of creation, the incarnation, Calvary, the resurrection, the Eucharist. 
Creation, if we may express it in this way, is the infinite love which overflowed from Him. God created us out of love for Himself and out of love for His creatures, whom He made in order to fill them with His love and His mercy. It is because He is good that we are, that we exist, said St. Augustine. He did not create us out of necessity. He did not need us. He did not create us out of justice. He owed us nothing. No, it is his sheer love that we owe our existence. St. John the Apostle, who while leaning on the breast of Jesus in the, in the Chenacle, perceived the beating of his heart and at the same time the secrets of his love, has revealed them all to us in his first epistle when he says, Deus caritas est, God is love. God created us in the state of original justice, a marvelous state of equilibrium and harmony, our lower faculties perfectly subjected to our higher faculties, which were, per which were perfectly subjected to God. Then came the sin which upset all that which deeply wounded our nature, which made us victims of concupiscence, of suffering, of sickness, of death. Yet even so, God is so truly love itself that even before promulgating the punishment, he announced the woman and her sons victors over the serpent. If Adam had understood this, even before leaving the earthly paradise, he would have been able to utter the astonishing cry of the church on Holy Saturday. O necessary sin of Adam, which was wiped out by the death of Christ, O happy fault, which merited such a redeemer, Felix culpa, happy fault which has meant for us so many sufferings, it is true, but so marvelous a redemption. And because God is charity, he gave us the world, his beloved Son. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son. That first sin, rejection of an infinite love, could not be repaired by any but an infinite love. The Word of God became incarnate in order that love might triumph in him and through him.